Hello and welcome to the Page 49 podcast. I am your host, Montgomery, the librarian with a library and a degree. So it's been quite a while since I last recorded my library podcast, but since we're all hunkering down, so to speak, due to the coronavirus, I thought it was more appropriate now than ever to highlight what we have in our library collection. So what I was able to do through the magic of technology was find a fellow librarian in which she has been on my podcast before. If you had listened to my Star Wars last trailer reaction, she was interviewed uh, along with her husband, Frank. So being that she is a Star Trek fan, this is more of her element, so I wanted to kind of pull her in and be part of this podcast. So before we get started, I do want to give you a warning. If you have not finished Star Trek Picard, Melinda and I will be going to spoiler territory, so by all means, pause the podcast and then come back to us when you're done. So on that note, let's go into the conversation. One of the things that I've enjoyed about being a fan for all these years is the optimism of humanity. So in these kind of trying times, at least we can say in the 24th century or 23rd century, we've gone past this. So whatever we're dealing with right now, we will get past this because Star Trek exists. (laughs) So so we got news for the future. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something that everybody on the planet is dealing with, right. which is pretty cool. I mean, in, in the Star Trek universe, the thing that united us was the, the visit from the Vulcans. And we're like, oh, my God, we are not the only things out there. And mm-hmm. then, like, all of a sudden, mankind is like, OK, so we are from the same place. So we are, you know, one species and you, unite and all that stuff. Maybe it's the virus that does it to us. Maybe. Or creates a planet of the apes. <laughs> Who knows? You know, either way, oh, gosh. things are changing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it totally blew my mind when you when you did um, the Vulcan Live Long and Prosper. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this is such an appropriate <laughs> a greeting for, for coronavirus. Yeah. Live Long and Prosper. It even like has a hint of, yeah. of health and you know, it's so and, cool. I was like, maybe that's what happened on the Vulcan planet where they established this, maybe. this tradition. Yeah, because, you know, they're not too touchy feely, you know. You're just like, hey, no, well, stay, you know, hey, keep your distance. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Live long and prosper over there. Right. So, the whole idea of the podcast that I thought about you is like, oh my God, let's do this Star Trek podcast since Picard just finished. We have a couple of things that we can find online through our library that we kind of uh, not only promote but also talk about, uh, which in this case okay. would be Star Trek Nemesis and a couple yes. of items that we found that I'm like, oh, my God, this would be great to kind of push and promote. So if you didn't know anything about Star Trek or these are kind of things that we would like to promote. So that was the okay. idea in my head. They're like, oh, we should do this. We should ne- definitely yeah. you know, get around tapping into the things that you love. To kind right. of break the monotony of our everyday existence right now, more than ever. Yes. And yes. kind of enjoy the moments that we love about watching Star Trek in general. So, yes, yes. And that's another thing. I have been binge watching Deep Space Nine ever since Picard finished. Yes. 
I'm all I'm all into DS9 right now. And you are you doing Voyager? Uh, I started Voyager when I kind of stopped watching Picard on episode four. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I started like episode uh, season four, and I'm kind of like halfway through season six, only because okay. I didn't really care for the beginning part of Voyager. But when Seven of mm-hmm. Nine joined them, it was a much better show. Even though it kind of took right. the focus off the other characters, it's still enjoyable. Right. To your point, it it has the thing that I've missed about Star Trek was that week in week out the the nostalgia of we're here, we're explorers, we have to you know find encounters or deal with a, a dilemma that you know pushes us to you know analyze our situation. And how do we resolve right. that, you know, to minimize, yes. you know, maybe a first contact situation or moral situations, things of that nature that made Star Trek kind of more than just sci-fi, pulpy kid TV show. This is, you know, kind of a a really good head scratcher. You know, what would you do in this situation? Absolutely. So that's yes. what I've missed. And they... Right. And they did, you know, get into some issues of ethics and uh, integrity and what is the right thing. And it's not always clear. Yeah, I definitely did miss that. And being able to what what I miss about Star Trek that I think Picard didn't really do was um, being able to meet these new characters and learn about them and their background and how they became who they are and what their journey has been like. And of course, in Star Trek, it's always like humanity is amazing. (laughs) You know, it's always the focus of how we we try to be more human and just do the, the most compassionate thing or the right thing or what have you, I guess in this case, it was all about Picard. So they didn't really like try to introduce the stories, the backstories of the other characters. I don't know, but I, I did. I would, I would have preferred that. I would have liked that, you know, to have that same type of setup where it's like you have the different characters and they all interact in different scenarios. Let's see how Rios handles this or let's see why Rios is that way. When we first meet him, he has like sh- shrapnel sticking out of his shoulder. What happened? Like, how did that happen? You know? Right. Do you know? Do you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, just putting all the negative stuff, you know, in a tight little bubble here. The issue yes. that I had with Picard, much like you said, is there's no development of the supporting cast, which, in fairness, a lot of the beginning of the series for other shows also don't focus on them as much. But... Considering this is a new crew and considering this is a new mission, I don't feel totally invested in them in the least respect. Right. The other yeah. aspect would I be understand. the would be the um the cursing. Across yeah. the board, even in the last episode, it was like can we just like put a break on that? It didn't right. need to feel like you had to do that. You can get your point across right little bit more creatively than being so on the nose about your feelings right there yeah Yeah. i agree but i'm still glad that we have it like oh totally yes yeah you know if we didn't have it i prefer to have it and to be talking about what we thought they could have done better than to not have anything you know right and and just and that's the other thing too is that 
good and bad, Star Trek is going to be part of us. And there's going right. to be stuff that we love. And there's yes. plenty of stuff we hate. So that's fine. Yes. So exactly. that, that's why I'm glad that, you know, we get to talk about Picard and that we talk about other things that we have in our collection because you can find something that someone else may not like, but you love. Right. And that's fantastic. That's what Star Trek, is, Star Trek is all about, is finding the thing that you love, whether it's a character, where it's uh, a storyline involving um, a situation in a new dynamic way, you know, like us encountering the Borg or the Cardassians or whatever you want to explore. That's right. fantastic. That's what I love. So, yes. The other thing, too, is that we wanted to talk about uh, Star Trek Nemesis. Because yes, because you kind of. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of throwback to Nemesis. Yeah. And I was thinking, too, is that, you know, if you're watching CBS All Access, which is kind of free until I think the 20th or 22nd of April. So, if okay. you have internet, you can watch the whole entire series for free, which is great. Yes. So, you don't have yes. to worry about <laughs> having. That to be uh, a charge to your uh, to your bills, but um, what I love is that Nemesis is available on Hoopla, and I think it's after watching it. I don't know how your impression was, but after watching Starting Nemesis, it is even more relevant for someone who does not know Star Trek to watch Nemesis because I think the whole idea of the Data and Picard relationship is so crucial to to see how it plays out in the new Picard series. So right. without knowing that history, it, it, it's kind of almost meaningless. Yeah, it's true. I mean, watching Next Generation, you can kind of see the relationship, but that's that's a, quite an investment. You know, there's a lot of seasons there. But, right. but if you watch Nemesis, and then I didn't even remember that at the end, I don't know if this is okay that I'm – given so many spoilers here, but I didn't remember that at the end, the song that they played was the song that Data sang right, to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, why did they choose that song? I don't understand the re- relevance until I saw that. I was like, Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Right. So yeah, there are a lot of little like tie-ins to Nemesis that you can see where his guilt came from and why he kept dreaming about Data and, you know, feeling, like sad about what happens. Right. So, you know, with your library card, you can definitely check out Hoopla's version of Star Trek Nemesis for free. And I think you get it for three days. But it was nice seeing them again. And I really hated yeah. watching this movie when it first came out. And this is when Star Trek was kind of going downhill. Uh, Star mm-hmm. Trek Enterprise was still around. And mm-hmm. also, uh, no, no, Star Trek Enterprise was going, uh, I think we're finishing its run. And we had one more last movie, and like nothing was connecting with Star Trek fans, so we had to take this break. Uh, so right. until two thousand and was two thousand nine that the new Star Trek movie came out with um, I don't know with Abrams. I think it was like almost six years that it re-energized the franchise. But before then, you know, this was the the kind of thing that like uh, we should have had a better Swan song after all this, but. Watching Star Trek Picard, I felt we, I had that closure, much like what Picard did with Data. That mm-hmm. that moment that I'm like, oh, it would have been nice to have something a little bit more, not much uplifting, but just a final goodbye, you know, to yeah. say you, yeah. you're, you're, and just kind of have um, closure. So it felt yeah. great to go back to watching Nemesis, a movie that I did not like, to feel, oh, 
this is what it felt like to be a Star Trek fan and remember how much I love all these characters and see how it all played. And it works better watching Picard, in my opinion. I think so. I think you're right. And I'm so glad that Hoopla had Nemesis because I was looking for it and I was like, it's not on Amazon Prime. I don't want to pay for that. Exactly. And when you told, when you told me it was on Hoopla, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, that's right. So I, I checked it out, watched it and you can watch it several times. It's not like when you, when you rent something from Amazon, you can just watch it and then in 24 hours it's gone. You right. can watch it as many times as you want in those three days. So that's fun. Um, and I, I do agree. When it first came out, I didn't like it. I was like, who is this fake Picard? You know, this little skinny guy. He looks nothing <laughs> like him. <laughs> so, um, they tried. but, but they tried, I guess. <laughs> I guess I, I kept thinking that's the best you could do. I mean, sorry guys. <laughs> um, watching it after watching Picard, it did tie it together better. Like I had a better, a different appreciation, exactly. you know, of, movie so that was that was fun that was good now, i enjoyed it while we were doing research i came across something through overdrive okay oh. what'd you find okay so on overdrive there is an audiobook it is called uh -huh. star trek picard the last best hope and it's okay by i'm not saying una mccormick so uh -huh. basically this is the prequel story to Star Trek Picard. So we get the beginnings um, of like the meeting between Picard and Ralphie. Ralphie. Uh, so that's I'm like, okay, if that 10 chapter audiobook can fill in the gaps of the ooh. essence of what happened or before it happened, then I'm kind of on board. So that's why I'm like, okay, I will listen to this because I, like you, I don't know anybody, anything about these characters. So if this kind of helps fill in those moments, how they know each other or the events of from Star Trek 2009 where you have the Romulan Empire falling, what's the yeah. buildup? You know, so that was the one thing right. that I like. I'm That's really good. Great. So I'm kind of cool about that. But as a warning, much like yeah. Star Trek Picard, there is cursing already in this audiobook. Oh. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! You have to oh, be kidding no. me. So I'm it's like, our it's our new culture, Monty. We I gotta know, get used to it. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> come on, I can't even share this with my kids. Not that they don't. Yeah, but you know. But yeah. as us for Star Trek fans, I think it's fine. It, it, right. it helps fill in that little scratch that I needed to know. You know about this, wow. like, much like what Nemesis did for me with Picard. This audiobook is kind of doing the exact same thing. So what's oh, cool about strange. this right in the very beginning is that Picard is being promoted to Admiral. So uh -huh. next in line, because Data's not not no longer there, Captain Worf becomes oh. in charge of the Enterprise. So Ooh. remember a while ago that you know Lord Michael Doran was trying to pitch the, the Captain Worf TV series. Well, yes. we, we kind of have it ish in this story. We have him as okay. As that. So I'm like, wow, oh, that is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, there is a nice little that is. there is a nice little moment between Beverly and Picard, which you know, I'm always feeling that was like such low hanging fruit that it was so easy for us to be satisfied. Just 
just do this already. Make that thing happen. Yeah. You know? I'm like, and they never right. touched that relationship or never no. went down, down that road. But it's still nice to see, you know, hear their interaction, you know, before, right before this mission is going on. So it, yeah. it, it has right now all the feels that I, I want to hear in a Star Trek novel. So, oh, that's exciting. That's yeah. so cool. I can't wait to. I want you to refinish it so I can check it out as yeah. well. So again, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the only downside is that there's only uh, two copies available, and I have one. Okay. <laughs> Someone else okay. has it. So that's the only yeah, downside right. is that Overdrive yeah. and Access 360, we do have a limit on the license, but once right. it becomes available, and if you put yourself on a wait list, you'll get notified. It goes fast. Yeah, exactly. You'll be notified that yeah. it's available to you, and then you can check it out next. So... But yeah, that, that yeah. was my uh, my little two cents on that, and I still have a couple more, but I want to tie that into our Picard conversation. And that's the thing; I, I never really was the type of Star Trek fan that would look side of the TV series for more information. But I guess I finally got to that point in my life, or maybe it's being home and quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, I'm, where I'm like, there's more out there. I want more. I want more stories. Tell me, how did this happen? And yeah. how does it connect? And, you know, it's it's really fun. It's yeah. very fun and very exciting. So that's cool. I'm glad that you told me about that. Well, if you want, I, if you want even more information, but this is more about the, the genesis of Star Trek in all the 50 years, there is an audiobook on Access 360 called The 50-Year Mission, the first 25 years. And basically, it's the kind of story that if you're a diehard Star Trek fan or you want uh-huh. to get people involved, this is like everything you wanted to know. Kind of like a, a documentary-ish okay. in a book form. So it, oh. it goes behind the scenes about how things went, you know, what were the struggles to get the series on on air, everything. So that's another good oh. audiobook that I'm enjoying as well. And that was on Access okay. 360. What do you have on your plate that you've been checking out, or at least? So, um, RB Digital. I, I really do enjoy the 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 SFX magazine mm-hmm. because it doesn't just have information on Star Trek. Um, it does a lot of other things in the sci-fi realm. Um, right now, their big story is Red Dwarf. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're going to do a new movie, and I'm a big Red Dwarf fan too. So that. That's exciting, but they do also often talk about, um, of course, Star Trek. This is a big you can't you can't have a sci-fi magazine that doesn't talk about Star Trek. Um, but as you pointed out to me earlier, there is also a Star Trek magazine where it's just all Star Trek. Right. So I was reading on that as well, and they were interviewing the characters in Picard and getting their feedback of how was it, and now you're in the Star Trek family, and how do you feel. So that that was exciting. And then they give you uh, more information about what's coming out. Like how you said there's going to be these new episodes coming out with Section 31 and um, the Lower Decks right. or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. So it gives you a lot more information about what's happening in that world and what to expect. So that's cool. And I didn't realize this, but you can have that these magazines checked out on your account kind of indefinitely like i went back to my history and old issues mm-hmm. that i've had that i've read are still there and are, are still i can still access them i can still read them so that's really exciting yeah and there's uh, yeah there's no limit and you can download to any device um yeah i know last year we added new titles one of them with being empire magazine 
which is okay. phenomenal. It's a UK publication and it's expensive as heck. But yeah, I'm sure. Because I, I listen to their podcast. So I'm always like, I would love to get a subscription, but now I don't have to because through my library and my library card, I have access to Empire Magazine and older issues too. So exactly. That's yeah, and I used to that. also listen. I used to also listen to anal- well, no, read analog, um, which yeah. is like short stories, mm-hmm. and that's on there too. And those are expensive. If you try to go to Barnes and Nobles and buy the issues, it's like eight dollars an issue or something right. like that. But it adds up, you oh, know. It and it and it it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. And they also have the the great courses. I didn't know that, but you know the audiobooks. The, yes. They have like three hundred and twenty different great tours. Great courses titles available to check out and listen to. So if you're feeling um, scholastic, is that the right word? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn something. Yeah. What better time than to learn something new is to have a yeah. course that's online or like an audio right? form or video, whatever you want to have it played to you. On Hoopla, the graphic novels. Yes. So that I love that we have comic books. Again, another expensive um, investment. Like if you're going to read a comic book and it's like maybe two or three bucks every issue. But there's say there's like, I don't know, 40 issues. It adds up so that we have it uh, available for free on Hoopla. And you can check it out like almost right away, if, uh, assuming there's no request list on it. And it's available on your device. Oh. I read um, Star Trek Spock Reflections yes. by John Byrne. So it was it was cool. I mean, it has um, a throwback to all of the old characters. There's a story about Pike. There's a story about Kirk. And even Picard is in it. And it's just Spock's journey to Earth. He's leaving Romulus um, to go to Earth. And it's a mystery as to why. And the story is told. There's some flashbacks that give you some insight into his memories and who he is. And what, what is it that would pull him from his place in Romulus to, to revisit Earth for this secret mission? And, huh. and that's what the story is. Is it, do you know, it's a time frame if it's the after the unification episode or is it during or does it even say? Anything? I think, I think it's before. Before, okay. He's just he's teaching Sarek's message on Romulus. Okay. Is that before or after? No, no, I, I think it, it's one of those that. Until Picard finds out that he's doing this on on Romulus, that that that's the beginning of um, the unification episode. So he might be secretly okay. in hiding, so to speak, doing this. Right. So okay. See, that's right. what I love about these graphic novels is kind of tell, delving in and telling stories that we have room to kind of explore. And it doesn't have to be like a full complete story. It could just be these little vignettes of like Spock. His memories of, right. of Pike and Kirk and his interaction with Picard. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of cool mm-hmm. moments that I love uh, that these graphic yeah. novels get to explore. Yeah, agreed. That uh, was really nice. Yeah. So the other thing, too, with Hoopla is that uh, they increased the the allotment up from, I think, 10 to 15 per month. So the right. only thing that I would advise anyone who is new to Hoopla, if you want to do the graphic novel, Make sure you get the full graphic novel. So one graphic novel can have maybe six single issues of the complete stories as opposed to the individual stories that is just like 
uh, number one, number two, number three, number four, so far, so forth. Right, so, right. if you get the complete one, it only counts as one, as opposed to getting individual ones. You're going to be counted as one for each one. So, right, it's like a chapter, which is what I did. Right. I was like, oh, this I should have got the the graphic novel, the complete version, right. issues one through four, but I went volume one, volume two. Volume right, three. exactly. So. Um, the one that I started to read also, and this is just my little thing, is that I like crossovers, and this has okay. to do with with DC. Uh, there's one for mm-hmm. Star Trek meeting the legions of superheroes. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those. Somehow they wind up in each other's universe. So, okay, we'll see how this turns out. But there've been some really good ones, like Star Trek and meets the Planet of the Apes. There's one right. with Green Lantern, which I love, and this is one of my favorite ones uh, with that kind of crossover. But you know, they've done Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who, yeah. Uh, there was a Michael Jan Friedman, I believe. He was one of my uh, favorite next gen authors, but he did a book, and I'm not sure if it's online, but it's called it's one with the X Men. And oh, I am not sure if it's something that I'm not supposed to read, but all my copies <laughs> have either been ruined by nature or by my oh. cats. So I'm like, oh. every time I try to pick up that book, somehow that book gets shredded. So it's like the universe saying, don't read that one. Of all the things, don't read and, that one. But and I is do, it available as an ebook? I'm going to look for that. Uh, just so I yeah. can just finish it. But I love that kind of storytelling where it's just like a fan, just like, what happens here if we do this and play with that little universe and cross the stream, so to speak? I'm all in. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. So, and the the that author Michael Jan Friedman, yes. I checked out um, a video book by him called The Valiant. Yes, uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, and it's a story of Jean Luc Picard before he was captain, when he was just um, I think he was the the command, not the commander, the lieutenant in or, the the Valiant. The, okay, I I because yeah. I'm getting getting confused with him uh, with Stargazer because Stargazer is when he was command of. Right. And Jack Yes, Crusher. this is before. Right. Okay. So it's before then. Got it. Yeah. Right. So it's just um, trying, the way it was advertised was that you could see how he, as a young man, comes into that position of power or, or command, not power, but command, you know, and, and how he became the captain that we like know and love and is just like, oh, captain, my captain, you know? <laughs> so. So that should be interesting. I, I tried listening to it yesterday um, in the car, the audiobook. I mean, I checked it out from from Hulu, and you can just like connect your device to the car and press play. So that's it. That's that's what I got so far. Okay, and there's see. there's plenty of other Star Trek things that we can still talk about, but maybe we'll leave that, leave that for another podcast, hopefully. And we can talk about yes. that and uh, go forward. So you know, yes. it, these are these are tough times indeed. But yeah. if you get overwhelmed, I highly recommend that you turn to Star Trek and find the love that we've loved for so many years in our material. Yeah. So it's a great time to kind of catch up with old friends or make new friends with all our Star Trek uh, items that we have in our library. 
All right. So on that note, we are done with today's podcast. So hopefully in the future, Melinda and I will get back together and talk about more Star Trek content. And we would love to hear from you. Is there going to be something that you want us to talk about or review? Love to hear your voice. Share your feedback. Okay. So how do you do that? Simple. Email me at monster sci-fi show at gmail.com. All one word. So monster sci-fi show at gmail.com. So again, follow me on the various social networks. So again, thank you for listening to us on the page 49 podcast. See you next time.